Hey you, it's me, Danny, and you've tuned in to I'm Just Saying, where I get out here on these internet streets and find hot topics for us to discuss. Now are you ready to jump in? I know I am. Let's go. So here we are back again with another episode of I Y'all and Fix My Life. It's the new season. I didn't even know that the season was starting, okay? I was watching videos on YouTube because, you know, I'd be out here on these internet streets and all of these clips kept coming up about, you know, Ayala. So I was like, let me start Googling to find out if when the season starts, because I believed that it started at the end of the month. Shoot, all my friends believed it, too, because when I started texting my friends like, hey, girl, did you know Ayala started today? Everybody was like, no. So if it caught you by surprise and you didn't catch it this weekend, you might want to check it out. Are you on the Fix My Life comes on Sun Saturday nights at 9 p.m. Okay, so yes, on Saturday nights I'm in, in the house um, and I'm watching Ayala. So this um, season starts off with um, a couple that we we saw last season, and that was Nephi and Solo. Now, if you remember last season, Nephi and Solo were going through a lot of struggles with their marriage and individually. Um, Nephi was suffering from a lot of anger and Solo was very, very depressed about things. He had had a heart attack last season and, you know, he was just worried about a lot of things. So they're back this season and... When they started back off meeting with um, Ayala, I guess it was a little bit different only because they already knew, like, the process. Because a lot of people fight the process when they go to see Ayala. And clearly, um, Nephi wanted to try to go through the process differently than she did last time. So she said she was a little bit more, um, you know, prepared. Although Ayala had to dig in her behind again because last time that they were supposed to start filming. Nephew was like an hour and a half or something, you know, over an hour late for um, them to start filming. And this time coming in, Nephew was still 45 minutes late talking about she left her bag at the house because she just was rushing and running late and she forgot her bag, so she had to go back to get her bag. Ayala was like, you was just trying to, you know, get up with some excuses and ain't nobody got time for that. So <laughs> here we are. Jesse made up, you know, makeup and cute little outfit and everything. And I only handed her some, you know, um, napkins or tissues or something like telling her, like, I don't know why you come here trying to be all cute and pretty when we about to get down to some very non cute or pretty, you know, conversation. So, let's get into it. Nessie was um, talking about she, you know, Ayala, they always have like some kind of homework that they have to go into, they meaning whoever is there to get, finger quotes, their life fixed, um, to go into, you know, their rooms and have, they have like journals and uh, the workbooks and whatnot. She has them do a lot of personal reflection in their own time when they're not like sitting down in front of her there's like a lot of personal reflection going on and so 
Nephi had some homework that she needed to do and Ayana asked her if she finished it and Nephi started giving her excuses about how she couldn't finish it because there was conflict between her and Solo and this conflict I mean if you ain't seen the show Nephi is one of those people who constantly seeks attention and if the attention is going to be bad attention meaning we're going to get into arguments and fights or whatever she here for it as long as you paying her some attention because it seems like Nephi's baseline is like drama like some people's baseline is just like you know chilling quiet I just need some quiet or whatever and then there are other people who can't get comfortable in the quiet. So they need some kind of a storm to start the brewing for them to be able to start thinking. Right. And so Nephi needs not a brewing storm. She needs a full out rage to, um, you know, get her going. And so Nephi was in an argument with her husband solo because uh, Nephi has been having conversations with another man and in those conversations this man apparently sends her good morning texts and you know thinking about you before I go to bed kind of text and if y'all don't know if I don't even know like if you're listening to this and you you don't have no clue let me tell you right now stop being inappropriate in your relationships that's inappropriate don't be like oh well we was friends before so what respect the relationship if you if you have a friend who's in a relationship you need to respect their relationship and you need to say some stuff we do I'm not going to do when you're in a relationship I love you I care about you but I'm not going to do that because I want to see you strive in happiness and love if uh, clearly it ain't supposed to be there for us because we are not together and if we're supposed to be together I don't think that you should be talking to somebody that is in a relationship right now but anyway, Nephi talking to some dude, that guy started, um, that guy started, you know, sending her texts in the morning and everything. And then Nephi tells her husband, her husband, that this guy sending her these nice messages and being, you know, um, kind of warm to her made her want to perform oral sex on him who says that to their damn husband like come on now that's ridiculous so of course her husband went off why would you do that I'm a grown man how can you be so disrespectful to me and Nessie being like I didn't say I did it I said I wanted to do it based off of the feelings and make me feel like I want to do it now the underlying issue with that is Nephi is saying that she's not getting attention or love from her husband, but trying to incite an argument to get somebody to understand that you're hurt ain't never going to work. That is not how you do it. So if any of you are out there and you're feeling the kind of way about somebody that you are in a relationship with and you can't um, figure out how to get them to know what what you feel let me just suggest starting an argument to not be your your choice, okay? Because that's not where it's at. So, let's keep moving on. Ayanla tells Nephi, you got a lot of stuff going on. Worrying about somebody's penis and, 
and what you need to be doing. So let's just go back into what's what's going on. So Ayala asked Nephi if she did the counts, did the work that she was supposed to do last time they had met, which was that Nephi needed to get some counseling. Nephi needed to address her alcohol uh, um, intake and something else. Nephi needed to. She needed to do something else. Let me check these notes, child, because, you know, she needed to do this thing to unload her baggage. Um, Ayana also gave her an opportunity to go to one of her work camps, you know, her boot camp type things where there's like healing process going on. And Nephi said that she went to counseling for about four or five months. And then after that, you know, she didn't go anymore. And I only asked her why. And Nephi said it was because her insurance didn't cover it. And let me just let you guys know. If you don't know, if you're out there with great health insurance, A, shout out to you. If, you, if you're out there with great health insurance, you need to also understand, though, that there are tons of people out here who have health insurance that they're paying for that still don't cover exactly what they need so you could get a couple of sessions of counseling per year but you can't get like an ongoing thing unless you're paying out of pocket and a lot of these people don't have the kind of jobs that afford them the opportunity to pay out of pocket so um, we have a lot of undiagnosed or diagnosed and untreated people with you know issues that they you know, concerns that need to be addressed, but they, they're not able to afford the um, proper care. So shout out to you guys with the great health insurance. Also, um, I only asked her, you know, about the ins- about the um, workshop and Nephi said she didn't go. I think she didn't go just because she just didn't feel like, um, you know, opening up in front of a group of people maybe so one of the 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 um things that really struck me was that Nephi said that she can't wrap her mind around her own reality now Nephi has been on reality tv for a long time because uh I you know what this is what the googles are for Nessie is the sister, if you all aren't familiar, of singer Keisha Cole. And um, so um, she's been on TV for a long time. There was a long, long time ago when Keisha Cole premiered she was, you know, looking for all of her family and trying to get everybody together. And, um, oh, wow. It came out in 2006. So 12 years ago, 10, yeah, 12 years ago. <laughs> I got to do my math in my head, carry the one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, 2006. We met Keisha Cole on a show called um, The Way It Is. Is that what it was called? Yeah, The Way It Is. And Nephi is the sister. They have the same mother. Keisha Cole and Nephi have the same mother. Their mother was drug addicted mother. And 
Um, she had a good number of kids. I want to say at least six. And they were spread out all over the country. And Keisha Cole was trying to find her family and and get them back together so that they could become like a family unit. And I, when I tell you there was so much drama that came from that, BT should, if they didn't, and I'm going to just assume that they didn't based off of, based off of all of that came from all of them once they all got together, BT needed to have offered them a lot more counseling than they did. I mean, they capitalized off of these people and they made a lot of money off of these people because it was on from, uh... 2006 to I believe 2008 so for two years we watched these people this family um celebrate and crumble at the same time because their mother was on drugs and I believe may have still been on the drugs up until last season drugs or alcohol allegedly and then um you know Nephi is still an alcoholic herself suffering from you know still trying to do that and there's just a lot of stuff going on that uh there's a lot of stuff going on that in their families that I don't think was addressed as far as being offered counseling and things from the family so let's get back to it Nephi was on tv since 2006 with her family and then Keisha Cole you know stopped doing that show then um Nephi and and their mother were given a show and that was very toxic it's just a lot of toxicity going on in this family so Nephi was saying that she can't wrap her mind around her own reality because she she can't seem like she can't tell what's real from what they was trying to do to you know create even more drama and so Ayana was like, you know, it seems kind of like Nephi is almost the same as when she came last time. And that she doesn't know how to be present in her own process. Um, so Nephi was still kind of like, you know, she's in this stress thing. And so when Ayana was asking her, why would you entertain talking to this man when you have a husband there? You got to be working on your marriage. And Nephi told Ayana, we don't have no marriage. We two people that live in the same house. And there are so so many people living in the same house and but that but that does not make a marriage um and so she was saying I don't I don't think my husband loves me I don't think my husband loves me so much that I think my husband actually hates me and I had a conversation the other day with someone um and she was talking about her marriage and she said to me that She was doing all of the things that she thought a a wife should do, you know, the cooking and the cleaning and taking care of the kids and making sure everybody was where they needed to be and making sure everybody had what they needed to have. But she forgot to sit down and have the small conversations with her husband to just, um, you know, do those um, updates on their marriage. She thought that you, you know, we we made a connection with each other so we get each other and so we good and if i see you and it's like hey love you gotta go kiss on the cheek or you know peck on the lips or whatever we're good but there are needs that need to be met and there are updates that need to be had within your relationship and if you're not getting to those then there's a problem 
So Nephi was saying that even the even the um their their marriage is so much not a marriage that at one point they separated and they separated for about five months, which was the same five months when Nephi was going to the um counseling. But I guess when she got back with her husband, she felt that that was part of it too. Like you know, I'm good because my husband's back. Well, Ayala asked her, okay, well while you're in the you were in the counseling. What, you know, what came out of it? What kind of things did you get from it? And Nephi said, well, excuse me. Nephi said, well, they, you know, you got to sneeze twice. (laughs) Excuse me. Okay. They said that while she said that while she was in the, the counseling session, they diagnosed her with having bipolar disorder and also depression. And Nephi, you know, said she just don't accept it. She don't accept the bipolar disorder diagnosis because she just ain't that. And so she didn't like the medication that they put her on. And so because she didn't like the medication, she didn't like the way it made her feel that she decided she's not bipolar. And let me just tell you this. We, it's a, a lot of the black community does not honor and respect medical mental health that um, disorders in that you're either for black people. It's like you either crazy or you ain't crazy. And there is a spectrum for everything. And so just because you have mental health disorders doesn't mean you are crazy. Because a lot of these things can be managed um, holistically and or medically. And so because that is true, if we would just let people be diagnosed and then be able to figure out how to function instead of just calling people crazy and writing them off, more people would be more more accepting of what their diagnoses are and even more accepting of being diagnosed because they wouldn't be um, worried about being shunned, you know? And so... If somebody is bipolar, it just means that sometimes they have very, very extreme highs and some and then they have very, very extreme lows. And if that is the case, instead of calling them crazy, we need to be able to be understanding them and letting them know that if you at the extreme low, reach out to somebody, you know, you may need to take your meds and then you might want to reach out to somebody so somebody can check on you. And if you're at your extreme highs, reach out to somebody because sometimes you might need to get with some people who might be able to mellow you out. Also taking your meds, if that is what was this prescribed to you. And... Nephi was saying that she didn't believe it and she didn't want to take the meds because she was already trying to work on getting off of one substance, that being alcohol. And then um, she wasn't trying to get on another one. Now, here's another thing about that. If you grow up with parents who, um, and, and as Nephi did, who were drug addic- um, addicted, it's very hard to convince them that taking something can help. Taking any kind of medications can help. You fall under two categories a lot of times. People who have children, um, parents who 
or drug addicts. You have those people who are like, I'm just going to take some drugs too and, you know, cope with all that life has shown up for with with me. And then there's also there's also um, the other group of people who's like, I'm taking nothing for nothing. I have been one of those people who um, would be like, I don't even barely take aspirin. If the headache come, I just chill out, drink a cup of tea, whatever, you know. And um, sometimes it's not the best thing for me either. And so um, you have to definitely check out. You have to definitely check out you know, what's going on with you and what you need to do. So I can understand partly how Nephi feels like I don't want to take any medications, but just denying a diagnosis because you don't want to take a um, thing is, you know, it's, it's one of those things, you know, that is not going to be healthy for you. You need to be able to understand what your diagnosis is read up on many different kind of ways to manage that and and accept that and then you know surround yourself with people who are going to support you in that thing because you don't want to be around people to be like oh girl she crazy today let's leave her alone because we get that so much and it's not the case we just need sometimes people need a day sometimes people need you know a couple hours sometimes people need a week to like get it together and if you have to take medication for any kind of diagnosis understand that when you first start to take the medication there will be times that there will be times at the beginning when you will not feel of course like your regular I'm giving you finger quotes on this because regular is not a thing like your regular self because there's a chemical um reaction taking place and so the the chemicals that are being given to you by the pharmacy and what is going on in your body are having a reaction they are meeting up and then then they are you know meeting to decide how we're going to work this out and then they figuring that thing out and so in the beginning processes of it it will feel you know, weird or foreign or different and uncomfortable, but you have to get through that process to be able to get to the process that you need to, um, to, you know, stabilize yourself in a place where it's going to be okay for you. You understand what I'm saying? So like you want to still be able to use if you are diagnosed and you and you are given meds, you want to understand that there's going to be a process and you want to be able to tell people around you, hey, you know, I'm getting ready to start these meds. I don't know what it's going to do for me. Let me apologize in advance for how I may, you know, come off in the beginning because I'm trying to like regulate my body right now. We don't do that and we need to be able to do that and be able to give you know, people the heads up and give ourselves a heads up and then have people, you know, who care for us, check up on us just to make sure, you know, things are stabling out and remind us that we may need to go back and have, um, you know, a checkup on ourselves once we get, you know, into the process of taking these meds. 
It's kind of like when, now I know this is going to sound very trivial, but this is how I equate it in my mind. It's kind of like when you decide that um, you're going to go off of like soda or something and that caffeine, that caffeine that you, you know, that caffeine starts to like come down and people who come off of caffeine, you get antsy and jittery and um, moody and if you tell people beforehand, uh, I'm coming off of soda and caffeine. And so, you know, I'm going to be a bit snappy for a little while. People understand it better than you just doing it and thinking that you fine. Because you're not. Anytime you're coming off of or, or start, you know, coming off of anything, you know, you, you run the risk of behaviors that you don't normally display showing up. So, Nephi Definitely didn't want to be diagnosed with this. She doesn't believe she has the diagnosis. She doesn't accept it, mostly because she doesn't want people to call her crazy. So she's deciding that it doesn't even exist. And that is a sad thing. Um, You know, because you just want, I just want her to be able to work on it. And I was like, if somebody told you you had cancer, would you just be like, nah, bro, I don't got it. Cause I don't feel like I got it. Cause I don't want to have to take chemo. Cause I don't like the way chemo makes me feel. So I'm just going to say, I don't have it. She said, because if that's what it is, you know, if that's what you do, eventually you're going to pass away. Cause you haven't treated something that could, could have been treatable. And so Ayala tells her something that a lot of people maybe don't think about. She was saying that because of the family life that that Nephi came from and all of the things that have happened, um, Nephi, you know, lost the baby that she gave birth to. And then she had to, like, carry this, you know, baby to the hospital and, and her parents were, you know, fighting and she used to have to chase her mom out around the city and crack houses and she had horrible relationships nephi has um five children and the people that she had children with were abusive to her nephi was married to a guy who eventually started to sleep with and then date one of her cousins a close cousin of hers and that is all trauma and so ayana was telling her when you have been given when you have been um receiving trauma after trauma after trauma after trauma to your psyche then you cannot function in what we call and you know i'm giving you finger quotes again normal behavior because your mind only knows how to function within traumatic experiences and so it's never functioned peacefully you can't then think that you could just wake up one day and be like i'm about to be peaceful because i feel like it it don't work And for anybody who's listening to this, who has family members who we know have been through a lot of times, they've been through a lot of mess. They're not, they can't function the way you want them to just because today you want to tell them to get it together. That is such a blanketed and disrespectful statement because get it together, you don't have it together. I don't have it together. None of us have it together. We figuring it out. And so it's harder for... Some people to figure it out than others, and we're all trying to do our best, and sometimes we need assistance with that as far as counseling and um, conversation at the very least with people who care about us. Nephi says she never thought about all the traumas, you know, causing anything, 
but she definitely needs to accept that she has the conditions. And so Ayana was telling her, you know, I'm not a, a mental health provider. I am a life coach, and there is a difference. Ayana is a life coach. She tries to help people, tries to coach people into looking at their situations and how they can you know, behave differently in their own lives to create a better space for the goals and needs that they would like to have met. She's not a therapist and she does not um, pretend to be one. And people, when they're going into those process of doing this show, there's a lot of pre-show stuff that you guys do not see. And that stuff that all of those, there's a lot of questions and a lot of, um, you know, sessions before people come on and are recorded. There's other things that are happening beforehand. And there, and so she does have like therapists on her, um, team. And she had, you know, she has like a team of people that they work with. It's not just Ayana. It's not people just pull up to one of these pretty rented houses and then she, gives them therapy and tells them what to do and then they go home. No, there's a process and Ayana was saying that she personally is not the person that I that Nephi, you know, that she can diagnose anybody with any medical conditions, mental disorders, that kind of thing. So Ayana sends Nephi to go do her homework, keep working on what you're supposed to be working on, and she was going to talk to Solo. Solo's real name is Shelby, in case I say Shelby or Solo, so you know who I'm talking about. It's the same daggone person. Shelby Solo, whatever. So, Shelby sits down and he says that there's no marriage, even though Nephi says that she wants to save her marriage. Shelby, like, I don't know what, she, what she's saving because there ain't no marriage. And Ayanna says that Shelby is enmeshed in Nephi and that he can't figure out where he ends and where she begins. And she can't figure out where she ends and where he begins because they so intertwine with each other and they, they mess that they can't function without thinking about the other one. And that is a problem. So when we saw Shelby or Solo the last time, Solo is his... Um, guess he at some point was trying to be a rapper but Shelby is his given name and so last time we saw Shelby he was um very depressed very sad very closed off and numb to all of his feelings and emotions and but now the the beast has been awakened and so now he's angry about so much stuff that he's just like <laughs> the way that he communicates now is different than when we saw him last season and he's like not the quiet and shy guy he was before he's you know he's mad like the whole time they were talking he kept getting up and then you know he would sit down and then he would get up he wasn't really raising his voice but you could tell like his body was like going through a thing you know like because he was just feeling so much that he it, sometimes he couldn't even sit still to have it 
But he was saying, like, I'm a grown man and to have a grown, be a grown man with a wife and a family and have your wife tell you that she wants to do some things to another man. Like, that's disrespectful and to be disrespected in such a way. Don't sit right with me. But Ayana was telling him, you know, <laughs> you guys are so codependent and... um that it's a problem and why when she starts to talk to him nephew come out her room talking about oh i need to go and i need to leave because she'll be lying and i don't like nobody lying on me and ain't nobody gonna be talking about and ayana was like bruh nobody asked you nothing go in your room and do your work like don't worry about what's going on with this man in the conversation that i'm having and then you know Nephew's all like, but he's lying and he told a lie. Listen, one of the things that I watched in seeing this is that because Nephi ain't really had no mom, she had a woman who birthed her and that she, she lived a life around, but she's never really had a mom. Ayana kind of is that for her. And so when she was talking, Nephi's talking like teenagers talk. Like, uh-uh, that's not fair, and I don't want it. That's, that's childlike. And so I'm watching it going, Nephi's doing all this because she still needs that attention on her. She don't want nobody to say nothing about her, even if that is their truth. And Ayana had to come to her and say, listen, that man is allowed to say what he feels from his side, from his experience. And you do not get to interrupt him because he did not interrupt you when I sat with you. He may feel like what you say was a lie, even though you think it's the truth. It is your truth. And this is his truth. And he gets to speak it in. We need to all understand it. Every time that an experience happens, whoever is in that room with us experiencing it is not experiencing anything the exact same way. It don't matter. You could be in a relationship with somebody and something very small, like we went to dinner. One of us could be like, oh, it was so delicious. And the other person is going to be like, it was all right, but, you know, I ain't really. And then you're like, what? You didn't like that soup? That soup is the best. I had that soup other places, but it's, I never had it like this. And the other person is like, it was cool. I mean, I like the, the soup at the other place better. Because we experience things differently. And that is that doesn't make everything wrong. It just makes things different. And so because they always tell you there's three sides to a story, your side, my side, and the truth, my experience and your experience have to speak out and then there is a truth in the middle. And so Ayana was telling her, if he lying, let me decide that. Let him to lie to me. He ain't lying to you. He lying to me. And if he's lying to me about you, okay, so what? If you know what your truth is, sit in it. And stop arguing it and fighting it so that everybody got to see you. Nobody going to see you the same way anyway. Sit down and do your work. And she went back and she talked to Solo. I loved it because um, you just need, sometimes you need to be told to shut up. Come on now. And so Shelby was telling Ayana that he was sick again. And this time it's ulcers. And Ayana was telling him ulcers ain't nothing but stress ulcers is are the way to tell your body that you are way too stressed out about some situations um 
And so Shelby was saying, you know, this is a very stressful situation. His one of his big issues with Nephi is that Nephi always feels like she needs to dictate everything about him, how he said what he says, how he says it, where he goes, how he get there, who he talks to, what he what he says when he's speaking to them. She wants to control everything. And he want, he's saying that he would like to leave, but he feels guilty about leaving the children in the situation and going on about his life. And so I initially when Shelby got there, she he said she asked him, if you're telling me that there's no marriage, why are you here? And he said, I don't know. But by the time we get to this point, Ayonla again says to him, Shelby, why are you here? And Shelby said, I'm here because I need to learn how to leave. And that was deep for me, guys. Ooh, I got chills right now because so many people are in unhealthy relationships because they do not know how to leave. One of my close friends was in a relationship and she just couldn't leave. And from the outside looking in, you know me, I'm kind of like, child, you don't tell this dude to roll on, stroll on, go on. <laughs> Hashtag roll on, stroll on. Um, but she inside, when you're inside of it and it's all encompassing your life and your thoughts, you don't know how to leave, but you got you to gotta get the strength to do so. And you can't use an excuse of the kids, the kids, the kids, because don't nobody's kids want to live in no house when people is arguing and fighting all the time, even half of the time. And even no kids want to live in a house where everybody quiet and you can feel the tension all day. I don't want to be tight trying to grow up and I'm in tight. I got to fight through the air to get downstairs to get a bowl of cereal because y'all got it tight up in here all the time. Kids don't want that. So don't use them for the reason why you won't go head on and get your own place and let them spend the night at your house. What it is, is that it's hard. It's it's hard to have to have your kids over here and over there and have your kids, um, you know, do how they do at one house and another house. And that is hard to have to do. And also remembering that you got to keep your scheduling with them. And also remember that you still have to politely speak to the parents when they dropping off and picking up. It's hard to have to do all of that. And so and it's unfamiliar to us. And so a lot of times we don't do it because we're so much more familiar with sitting up in this mess and dealing with this mess even though we really ain't dealing with it but being in it and functioning however we do because we're so comfortable in it we will not leave but I'm here to tell you pack your glad bag your glad rags and your glad bags and get the strolling get your plan together and go because and you if you are in a toxic relationship right now it ain't gonna get no better sitting up in it And your kids are not thankful to you for sitting there with them in it either. I promise you they not. So get it, get it, got it good because we got to move on. Shelby is there and he's going off. And when, when, um, (coughs) excuse me, when, uh, what the girl name? When Nephi... (laughs) Was going off and screaming and yelling at him. He started saying stuff like, "I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm free, Massa. I, I don't have to do this with you no more, Massa. I got my own mind now, Massa." And he kept saying that, "I'm free, Massa." So when um, Ayala is screaming and going off on Nephi, 
Shelby goes outside and, you know, to smoke a cigarette. Now, Ayana comes out to talk to him. And when she comes out to talk to him and he's telling her he's there because he wants to learn how to leave. Ayana also tells him, let me tell you, let me, you know, she's trying to talk to him. And Shelby then decides he don't want to look at her. And Ayana's like, you know, if you're not going to look at me in my face. He was like, yeah, no, I'd rather not. I'd rather not look at you. I'm free. I'm free. And I don't have to deal with her. I'm free. And Ayana was telling him, you ain't that free because you still there. And he was like, I'm free and I don't care. And Ayana was like, you are. Here's another thing we need to discuss. This whole I don't care is a lie. If you got to keep on saying, I don't care what they do. I don't care where they go. I don't care what they. Yes, you do. If you still have a conversation about it, you still care what you saying it what you mean to say is i don't want to care and but you do you do it's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with the fact that you do care at the moment except that you need to release that care and so, you know, with him, she's trying to explain to him, you will not get into an argument and you will not go up and down and loud and shouting and saying words and being in the space of someone that you don't care about what they are doing. You do care and you don't understand it. And so a lot of times what is happening is that we are conflicted because we don't want to care, but we feel it and we want to know all at the same time. And we haven't been given permission to say that this is hurting me, but I care about it, but I don't want to care anymore. And I don't know how to get to that place. So when, um, when Ayala talks to him about it, he, you know, says that he doesn't want to do it. And so she's telling him that, um, you're wrestling with either flesh and blood and that he is wrestling with his own mind that he's not really even in conflict with um, Nephi he's in conflict with himself and because he can't come to terms with the conflict in his mind he will use it to lash out on his wife <coughs> Ayana said <clears throat> that the two of them are, excuse me, <clears throat> Iona says that the two of them are prostituting their pain. That, um, that they don't have what they, what is required to work towards being healed. So she goes and she tells Nephi, like, listen, I I can't, this, this and what you're trying to do is not what this show is about. What you're supposed to be coming here for is a healing process, not what is happening. What is happening really is just a display of anger and dysfunction without a plan. And that ain't going to work here. And she was saying like, you're a grown woman with five children who would be okay to come on TV and continually cuss at a man that you say you love that pays your bills and you continually keep on, you know, saying you want to fight for it. But you're okay to let the narrative of yourself be that you would come on TV and behave this way towards somebody in that way. It ain't going to work. It's not going to work. And I was like, hmm, 
I see it. It's cool. <coughs> she said, you sleep with him. You, you want to sleep with him. You cried just a little while ago because you were not feeling loved by this man. But then you're going to come on TV and also cuss at him and scream and yell and shout and talk about what you're not going to do. Your kids got to see this at some point, lady. Come on now. You got to do better than this. And I can't allow you to continually do this because you ain't going to grow. It ain't, it ain't no growth here. All this is is a shout match. And all you trying to do is shout. That's where you come from. And that's where you feel like you're going to try to stay. But you can't heal and stay in the same place you were. And if y'all ain't writing that down, you need to write it down. Now, I know it's been said time and time again. But you cannot heal yourself and have what you already have. You can't do it. You cannot be in a dysfunctional relationship with someone. Know that you're in dysfunction with them and then think that staying with them will make you less dysfunctional with them. That ain't going to work. Because something you bring into it and something that they bring into it need to be worked on before y'all can be together. And you have to split that thing. And you need not be out here acting a fool, doing foolish things, driving around, looking for people, calling people, texting people, talking about it to your friends in these hateful manners and then trying to convince people, but, oh, I love them. Stop. Quit. Break down. Take a pause. This won't work, love. You're going to have to do something different if you want to change. The arguing, you don't argue, 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 and then one day you wake up and everybody's like, okay, I'm all argued out. We good today. No, it ain't going to work. And so Ayana was telling Nephi, we cannot do this thing. You cannot disrespect your children any longer. You're doing the same thing your mother is doing. Or has done to you. You know it. So that's why you're doing it. But that doesn't mean that it's okay. You're going to have children who are going to grow up later. And they're going to look. And they're going to be talking to their friends. And their toxic relationships. And be doing the same damn thing you're doing today. And we need to stop it now. And anybody else who. And you guys who are listening to this. Today is the day. To make the decision that we got to stop doing this. As women. We got to stop. If you are arguing and fighting and all of those things, there is no love in that. I'm, and I don't mean like the regular, you know, arguments. I'm talking about that toxic stuff that just like constantly goes and, it, and, and there's never a resolve for whatever you are having disagreement with. And none of that. That has to stop. Your children ain't happy there. Just because they mama or they dad is in the same house? No. I don't want to be in no house with no two boxers boxing every day. And then at the same time, Ayanna has to go to Shelby and say, listen, there's a lot going on here. But you, you cannot be and I cannot allow you as a woman and as a black woman to sit here and have you call another woman, a black woman, Massa. Massa? What the hell? The things that the Massa had done to the black 
community, you would put that on a woman that you claim that you were loving, that you still live in a house with, that you claim, claim that you want to raise children with. You can't. You tearing these kids up. And you ain't doing nothing good for you. And you can't say you love her and speak about somebody that way. We use some very, very explosive words about the people we say we love. And then we don't understand why they ain't treating us in loving manners. But we have been giving them hate in the form of love for a long time. There is, for Shelby, a disconnect about what grown man looks like for a lot of people. To say even just in the black community, but just for a lot of people, there's a disconnect on what grown man looks like. And I think that Shelby is understanding that disconnect. And Ayala is telling him, this will not work. You cannot treat your children. You cannot treat yourself in such a way. So Ayala tells him that you will not be able to do that. You need to apologize to that woman for what you said to her and how you said that thing to her. And then she walks off and tells him, until you're prepared to really work with this process, I'm done with this. She goes in and she tells Nuffy the same thing. You're not prepared to do this. You are not here for a healing. You're here for a show. Now, I know she on a show and she has a show and all of those things. But I sometimes we just want people to know we mad. And we want to have a, a free, you know, we talk about this all the time here, um, the safe space to, to speak. And Ayala is definitely a safe, a safe, woo, try to say that, a safe place to speak. And sometimes the people just want to have a safe space to get all of their mess out. But that doesn't mean that they want to heal it. I've had conversations with many people who have just decided, like, I just want to talk about this person but unless you want to heal in what you talking about because okay they wrong they're wrong they bad they this they that whatever but if you want to stay around for what you complaining about because you you either like it or you ain't even like it ain't really a thing for you why you bring why you keep talking about it you either like how they behave or you like how you feel when you in conflict with people and both of those things is a problem bruh sis it's a problem so ayala brings them back together just to apologize to one another um, so when they come the next day, then all of that, first of all, all of that happened in day one. Okay, so day two, here come Nephi, uh, less done up than she usually is. And um, Ayala again tells her that, you know, her mental health, she needs to see a mental health professional and that she's just a coach and that because she's a coach, she cannot coach um, Nephi in the conditions in which her mental state is at this present time and that she needs to go ahead on and obey the diagnosis 
or she's going to become worse. And um, she also tells Nephi that she needs to figure out how to live without Shelby. Like, a lot of it is Nephi because Shelby takes care of Nephi. Nephi feels like she, you know, doesn't want to let that go and have to rely on her own self. But she's telling her, you need to figure out how to live without Shelby. And then she says, um, Shelby admits that when he got there, he was already irritated. And so when Ayana was saying things to him, all of that was, you know, building up and becoming a more of a ball of anger instead of him being able to release and breathe. Um... He definitely admits that he understands that he went from being depressed to now being angry. And that Ayana told him that she thinks he is addicted to being in pain. So she makes a request. So she was saying that what Shelby does is that, and and Nephi also does it, and a lot of us here also do this is we we understand that we are in pain we make a request for help for it then when the help comes we we resist all of the help because we have decided that that's not the help we want we want a different kind of help but if you already know what the help is that you need then you should just do that thing instead of fighting when people are trying to give you help but a lot of people go into that cycle like man messed up i need somebody to help me ask for it like a a girl amen help me and then they say hey okay this is what you need to do and then they then you go no I don't need to do none of that stuff you needed to tell me that I needed to do something else but if you know what the something else is why didn't you do it why did you come here hmm um Ayala tells him that if you keep on doing this cycle of acknowledging you need help asking for help resisting the help acknowledging you need help asking for the help resisting the help you're going to kill yourself too so she tells him he needs to um you know go to some counseling for herself so he can unpack the rest of the trauma that is still inside of him and um she also lets him know trying to stay with your kids, trying to use your kids is the reason why you need to stay is toxic and you need to um, rethink that whole thing. Shelby tells Nephi, oh, well, I only asked them, what is the status of your marriage now? Like after we've done all of this stuff and we know what we know and we've seen what we've seen, what... Do you guys still want to be married? And Shelby says that he had a lot of issues coming into the relationship that he never addressed. That clearly the world has seen all of the issues that Nephi has. And that, you know, um, she came in with a lot that never was addressed. And that because of those things... And even though he loves each other, they love each other. He says he can't love her in the way that he would want to, the way that they are living. And so for Shelby, even though Nephi's whole point was to come, was to save her marriage, Shelby's whole thing was to come into... 
Shelby made the point of saying that he was there trying to figure out how to leave his marriage. So I only had to say, okay, this marriage is over. And those two having to come to terms with that. And so Ayala said that they have to stop. Duffy and Shelby need to stop coming to each other as their default person. Sometimes we do that. Like we'll break up with somebody that we know we ain't supposed to be with. And then we'll even date somebody else. And then when that thing doesn't work and we get sad and we get lonely and, you know, um, if you think you're lonely now, starts playing in our heads. Um, we call these people who, you know, are like our default people. Like we run back to them and we, you know, we can talk to them and they, they, we kind of be like, well, they get me and they understand me. And so you, we need to not do that because those people, we, if we can't work it out with them, there's a reason for that. And so don't go, she was saying you can't go back to each other. Um, and Ayanna was saying, you know, there's so many of us and we come together and we're broken and we're damaged and we're lost and we're wounded. And we are looking for someone to help us to not feel that way. But really what we just attract are other broken, damaged, lost and or, and or wounded people. And now we just walking around trying to address our pains and getting mad at somebody else because they aren't fixing them. And that's not the way to get it done. So Ayana tells them to apologize to each other for the, the nasty, toxic way they behaved while they were there. Um, and then she shows them, you know, she gives them like a little visual that has two glasses of water. There's a little bit of dirt in each glass. Then she gives one glass to each of them. They pour that into a bowl. Now it's a big bowl of mud and nastiness and explains to them like you can't be muddy and nasty and then meet somebody who's muddy and nasty and then think that if you just come together and pour into each other, what you're going to come out is is clean. No, you got to learn how to wash yourself up. And they got to learn how to wash themselves up. So that when you come together, your two cleans come together clean. Now, ain't nobody going to be perfect. And that's not the expectation here. But it is to understand that you have to work on your own stuff. Nobody can, nobody will complete you. Nobody will will heal you in that way. You have to work through your own stuff and you have to admit that you have some stuff that needs to be worked on. You have to admit that. So, you know, they leave and they go on their separate ways. Now, here's where the craziness come in. Because every time that Ayana does one of these shows, a couple of weeks later, they follow up on the people to see where they are at present you know and the follow-up with these two was um shelby saying that he was working on they were working on the divorce process and that he left the house but that he believed that she, um nephew was drinking more than she had been before when they spoke to nephew nephew said Shelby still living at the house that she ain't drinking and she's starting school and that Shelby won't sign the divorce papers. So it's like these two with them, there is some there's such a disconnect and. 
I am sad to say that I don't think that they really want to be healed. I think they just want to be acknowledged and they want to be right. And I don't know if I've ever spoke about this because, I, you know, I would believe that I did as many episodes as we've had and many meetings as we have had thus far. I believe that I have spoke about the fact that so many people spend so much time trying to prove that they are right. And it's wasted time. Everybody does not have to believe you and everybody does not have to believe that you are right. But you cannot sit around with somebody who is constantly not understanding you and constantly not believing you and constantly not letting you be your best self just so that you can prove and make them understand that you are right. Be right on your own, man. Like, just go ahead and on about your ways. You killing yourself. And sometimes they watching you do it just so that you can figure out how to be right. Your house ain't worth the fight. Your car ain't worth the fight. Sometimes your job ain't worth the fight. The location in which you're at ain't worth the fight. Um, The people who might look at you and wonder why you're not in this relationship ain't worth And look at that. We made it to the end of another episode of I'm Just Saying. Aren't you glad you're still here? I'm glad you're still here. I'm just going to ask you to do a couple of things for me. One is, have you subscribed to this podcast? If you have not subscribed to this podcast yet on whatever streaming platform you are are, um, using, I'd like for you to go down into the up at the top or at the bottom look for wherever it says subscribe and hit that button also rate this now it's very 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 important that you rate this on the itunes um people give me that good five stars real fast and if you want to and i know you do just for me because you love me write a review for me let me see how you're feeling about it and um I I will read some of them if you want me to, and I'll give you a nice shout-out. I don't have any, like, merch or anything like that to give you, but I will greatly appreciate it, and I'll let you know that I appreciate it if you go ahead on and give me a good review. Also, share, 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 share. Share this with your friends, your coworkers, your family, um, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever, your neighbor. Share it and let them know I'm out here in these internet streets looking for stuff to talk about with you. So don't leave me hanging, people. Help me out a little bit. All of this stuff costs you nothing, and you already here anyway. So once you, you know, hit that button because the episode is over, you can go ahead on and do all of those things before you close out the app. Again, I appreciate you, and I love you for being here. And as always, you don't have to take anything I say as fact. After all, I'm just saying.